Hello, thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Stephen Cook, and this is a talk based on Matthew chapter 9, verse 8. The harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send out labourers into his harvest field. I have a friend I trained with who has just retired. When I saw him a few years ago, while he was still working, and asked him how things were going, he said, Well, Steve, I'm still waiting for someone to say, Ken, give me a job. I want to work in God's harvest field. I think I might have caught him at a low moment, because people do volunteer, and the churches are only here because of people's volunteering. But as I was reflecting on those words of Jesus, I was thinking, maybe we tend to come at this the wrong way. I want to take that sentence apart and ask what it has to say to us all these centuries later. The harvest is plentiful. At the time those words were spoken, Christianity didn't exist. Jesus had a dozen chosen followers and there were maybe a few dozen more supporters and family members. He drew large crowds, but they were there for the spectacle. By the time of the crucifixion, they'd melted away. But when Jesus looked at them, he had compassion because they were like sheep without a shepherd. He could see beyond the shallowness and the self-interest to the real needs of their hearts. He could see a plentiful harvest. You know, it's a great privilege to preach every week because it makes you think about the scriptures carefully. And here's the thing that struck me between the eyes as I thought about what to say to you. It might seem blindingly obvious to you, but it was a new thought to me. I think it's that compassion that opens our eyes to the harvest. If we get annoyed with people because they don't come to church, we will never see the potential that's there. Missionary work doesn't begin with wanting success, or wanting people to do the jobs that we don't want to do, or give the money that we don't want to give. It begins with compassion. It begins with a desire to respond to a need because people are like sheep without a shepherd. My experience is that at one and the same time we have fewer people in church than we had a few years ago and it's easier to talk to people beyond the church about faith than I think it has ever been in my lifetime. People don't necessarily want to be organised. They don't want to be told what to think. They don't respond well to people who think they have all the answers. But there is a hunger. And as the church has got weaker, so people find it less of a threat and are strangely more open to what we have to say. There is a plentiful harvest and the key to seeing it is compassion. Things have changed. People don't inherit a belief in God as they used to. There isn't the sense that we ought to go to church like they used to be. But fundamental human nature hasn't changed. People still need hope. They still need purpose. They still need identity and meaning. They still need love and comfort and reassurance. And all we need to do is to look at the world as Jesus looked at it, to see that. It starts with compassion. But the labourers are few. This is where we have to be honest with ourselves. The labourers are few. 
There have been two apparently opposite but related stories running in the news in the last few weeks. On the one hand, we've been hearing about record numbers of migrants, most of them here, here legally. Successive Prime Ministers and Home Secretaries have pledged to get the numbers down, but it seems to be an impossible task. On the other hand, we're being told about crops rotting in the fields because there's no one to pick them, and pubs and restaurants closing because they can't get the staff. Well, in the church, we could do with a bit of immigration. There's plenty of room in the pews. There's plenty of work to be done. We could do with a few more people to do it. So what's the response? Pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send more labourers. If you're running a restaurant and you can't get the staff, you advertise. Maybe you offer a bit more money or perks for the job. Our response to the shortage of labourers is not to agonise or to advertise, but to pray. To bring the need for labourers to God. One of the success stories in the Church of England over the last decade or so has been the number of people coming forward for ordination. A few years ago we realised that a large number of clergy were due to retire and we set about looking for vocations. And that call was answered and each year there seems to have been a bumper crop of candidates. The latest figures I could find were for 2020 when, despite the pandemic, 591 people were recommended for training, the highest for 13 years. And of those, 431 were seeking paid ministry, the highest number for 34 years. I think it's really encouraging that despite all the challenges, the church is still producing people who want to serve in this way. And it's the result of being ambitious and praying. So instead of looking around and mourning the fact that there aren't so many people in church as there used to be, let's turn the lack of workers into an incentive to pray. And the reason we want more workers is not so that we can feel reassured about the future of the church, but because we have compassion. Compassion for the crowds who are like sheep without a shepherd. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send out labourers into his harvest field. This whole sentence we've been looking at is a preliminary to Jesus sending out the twelve with some very specific instructions about what they were to do and where they were to go. They weren't to go to the Gentiles or to the Samaritans, only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The Gentiles and the Samaritans would come later. This was to be a boundary mission. They were to go with a message of peace. If that message was refused, that was not their responsibility. They were just to move on. It's God's harvest, not ours. It's really important for us to ask, where are the opportunities? What do people want? And the secret to un understanding that, to come back to the point I made at the beginning, is compassion. We're rightly reserved about telling people about our faith or getting people to come to church. If we're doing something out of guilt or obligation, then it will be pointless anyway. But if we're acting out of compassion, the whole scene changes. Compassion isn't difficult, it's a basic human ability to empathise, to sense what other people are going through and want to help. It can get crowded out by our worries and concerns about ourselves, and we can deliberately shut it out because of fear of being overwhelmed. Or we can deliberately open our eyes and then our hearts 
to what's going on in the lives of others. We won't be overwhelmed because we're looking with the eyes and in the name of Jesus. Some years ago, when I was going through a difficult time, someone I was talking to listened to what I had to say and then said simply, that must be horrible. I can tell you that was worth hours of therapy. No attempt to change the subject or tell me that worse things happen at sea or to reassure me it would be all right. I just felt I'd been listened to. That's all it takes to listen, to acknowledge, and on the basis of that, to pray that the needs of the world, which is like sheep in need of a shepherd, will be met. So in your encounters with people this week, Ask God to help you see people through the eyes of Jesus, with the eyes of compassion. And on that basis, pray that the Lord will provide the workers the world needs. Maybe you'll be the answer to your own prayer, but maybe not. Sometimes we see a need that is beyond us. The harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few, said Jesus. Pray therefore that the Lord of the harvest will send out labourers into his harvest field. May God bless this word to us. Amen.